Well, this is a little bit late, isn't it? But uh, you well, know, here's our here's our episode on Bloodstock, the follow up. Oh, we were hung over for many months. <laughs> yeah, we we didn't is. want to just not release it, right? Because we've recorded this. Literally yeah. when we got back from Bloodstock, when the memories, <laughs> what little memories we brought voice. back with us were um, yeah, were still they, They've fully decayed now, so this was the best it was ever going to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember what the hell we talked about, but this is, this is our Bloodstock episode. Enjoy, guys. Enjoy. Yeah. We've Cheers. got a real episode coming next week. His mother says he was a normal, happy boy until he became obsessed with black metal music. Rock and roll! Sounds like Christian Rick. Heavy metal music. Groups promote satanic worship. They're anti-peace and anti-life. Welcome back to the Metal Face Podcast, a podcast where usually we discuss three metal albums each week, but not this week. We're doing something very special this week, something very different. We're having a reminisce, a reminisce about an event we recently attended. You might have heard of it. Fairly recently. You might have, well, yeah, like a month ago. <laughs> only, only two weeks. Timely as always, <laughs> Metal Face Podcast, cutting edge. Yeah. <laughs> we're really on on the ball with, uh, you know, current events. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're talking, of course, about Bloodstock Festival. Ben, you were there. I was there, yep. yep. Josh, you I were there. I was there. I was there yeah. for we all five were. whole days. It was uh, five days, right. Yeah, maybe we should... Where to start with this with this whole debacle? Well, I think we should begin at the beginning. At the beginning. <laughs> so I got the train down from London and met you guys in Bristol, and we stayed at Ben's house. and And what did we do the day before a five day festival? It was a sunny Tuesday afternoon, slipping into the evening. Gathered so, around. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? It was a Tuesday. <laughs> Ben's coffee table in his kitchen, and we sat. Yep. We had some ciders. You want to get? Well, yeah, we had. We had quite a lot of... I mean, I drank quite yeah, a lot we did. Really, that night. Yeah, we had, we had some pizza. Then, yeah, ate some pizza. Very fresh, you know, getting in the mood for it. Ironically, ironically, I saw yeah. no thrash all weekend. So <laughs> I obviously didn't have enough pizza. It was, it was a good year for yeah. thrash as well. It was a good year for Fresh, I think. <laughs> I, heard that. I, I heard that Everyone else like thought a that. thousand times. Yeah. All 20,000 people at our festival thought it was a good year for Thrash, as far as I could tell. It, it became yeah. the, like, um, some weather we're having of Bloodstock, was just people <laughs> sort of... Good year for know, Fresh, though, yeah. isn't it, Father? <laughs> so the next morning, Wednesday morning, piled into my car, couldn't really fit everything in there. We had to take extreme measures. Our bags were so massive, we had to, like... Well, you were, like, buried underneath. I was entombed. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever we went around a corner, I wasn't like worried you were just going to get crushed to death. <laughs> yeah, we we prepared a very good playlist as well. Do you remember? Yeah, it was good. And, yeah, I uh, really enjoyed it up until we got to the festival ground. Right, we were like, yeah, we're good to go for the whole weekend. We got loads of music. We had my fucking expensive Bluetooth speaker. Like, yeah, no, this is good. We've got a playlist. We just let it play. Yeah, all will be well. We were prepared. And we literally got there. <laughs> it was like we got like through the gate and the playlist stopped working. And I was like, oh, that's all right. I've got it downloaded on my phone. And uh, yeah, it was my, my phone, to save some space, had handily undownloaded it. Undownloaded so it. All. <laughs> you see, it needs to delete your playlist so you can download more music. Yeah, I know, but that's the problem. I didn't want to download more music. I like the music I had. <laughs> <laughs> I was satisfied with the music I had. I don't want to listen to anything new. Fuck off. Go with the times, man. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was a good weekend in total. Yeah, well, it was more than a weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay, so it was five, five days, it was a, week, a working <laughs> week. Yeah, It was a working week of drinking. And it's pretty immediate, isn't it? Like, we kind of got there and like instantly were like, should we have a, should we have a cheeky beer? Oh yeah, <laughs> felt like the right thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Just don't oh, man, it. do you remember we were walking in and we met those two Polish guys who were just like already really fucked? <laughs> oh yeah. And they just like couldn't keep anything on their like trolley that they had. Oh my god. And we'd yeah. already affixed the beer to our trolleys using loads of loads of cling film. Mm-hmm. So we thought we'd give them a hand and then like, he wanted to like wrap his like pop-up tent around the trolley using cling film. And eventually it didn't work and there was just like a sort of massive like hoop of cling film <laughs> around all his belongings. But my favourite part of that was I was watching you guys trying to fix it and I was thinking, too many people getting involved. I'm not going to be the third person passing cling film around <laughs> yeah. this trolley. So I stepped yeah. back a little bit. And then the guy whose trolley it was was just standing next to me while you two were fixing his <laughs> stuff. And he was just like chatting to me and being like, would you like some rum? Was like, Such a good Samaritan. I think you've had enough rum. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I really, I had to try so hard on that first day not to just get really fucked really fast. So it would be so easy to do. 
and then just to like not even remember the first how, like day of the festival. How did you both feel when we first got there? Because um, I remember feeling pretty emotional seeing the uh the fields and just yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it metalheads. I quite legitimately did get quite emotional because it's been a fucking long time since we've been able to like oh, yeah. do anything in this scene, you know. To be around like-minded people, or to go and like see bands or anything. You know? mm. Yeah, yeah. And then and now that, it's like, fuck, that, that's all ahead of me, like right now. It's like it's like the gates into like some kind of like promised land, isn't it? When you're queuing up. Oh yeah. yeah. And you get <laughs> it was through like, and you see it all. Cause it's about uh, it must be like a mile walk, right, with all of our bags, and everyone's like mm. on the same pilgrimage. Yeah. You come yeah. around the corner, see the bloodstock gates. People are playing oh, terrible God, music yeah. on their speakers, drinking. Screaming. I did just, yeah, just have things. a moment where I was a bit like, oh man, like, <laughs> I just get to do this for the next few days. Yeah. I don't have to, like, think about work or, like, wearing a fucking mask or anything. It's just like, yeah, I could just be at a festival and unwind. Yeah. And oh boy, did I unwind. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit like <laughs> yeah. going on holiday to, like, kind of an alternate dimension, isn't it? Where mm. nothing works the way it should, but it's just much better. <laughs> mm. And also the fact that, like, everyone who's there wants to be yeah, there yeah like, wants to have a good time and is they're all just fucking glad they're not in work and just like out at a festival yeah apart from people who are working it where it doesn't sound that nice i imagine i don't give a shit about them <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like the wristbands this year as well gold. yeah blingy oh yeah we had uh mm. it was was it like a white fabric with gold lettering on it right yeah it was almost like very very celebratory wasn't it yeah, yeah very decadent Oh yeah. It's always like, you know what, we're back and we're not mm-hmm. just going to have a regular wristband. It's going to be a gold wristband. <laughs> gold. So we get there, we get we got through the gates. That was all pretty pretty straightforward to be fair. I um it was, I was yeah. expecting some big fuck up for some reason, yeah. you know, something would go wrong. Mm. The only thing that really went wrong was within about 10 seconds of me starting to move my trolley, it did like a 360 and just launched my siders all across the Oh yeah! <laughs> so there were some very helpful metalheads with loads of duct tape, uh, and they uh, just put so much duct tape on my trolley that I couldn't then take it apart when I actually they up- upgraded the cling film a yeah. bit, didn't they? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I I was impressed by how smoothly all the um, lateral flow and vaccine passport stuff went because yeah, I, I just kind of rolled up, showed them my card, and went in. It was great. Yeah, mm. I thought it was going to be a real good, rigmarole, yeah. especially because in the queue, my phone ran out of battery and I hadn't saved it. And I had no signal, so I was just—I oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. having a real oh, moment. Jeez, yeah. I mean, that was my worry that I was going to get there and show them my like uh, proof that I didn't have COVID thing, and they'd just be like, "Nah, sorry, mate." You clearly do. <laughs> look at you. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a mess. Wait, mate. You're sweating. You're like, <laughs> I sounded like I did afterwards. I literally like for about a week afterwards, my voice was so gone that everyone I met had to be like, "I don't have COVID. It's just I've been at a metal festival." <laughs> Uh, I was, sorry, this is an aside, I was at the pub um, two nights ago, and we were sitting outside oh, yeah. on, like, the decking, and there was this guy who sat, like, two tables over from us, who had, like, the most, like, hacking cough, and I'm sure, like, it was just, like, completely innocent, you know, but, like, every, he'd be, like, he'd, like, have this, like, really loud coughing fit for, like, five minutes, and we'd kind of, like, stop drinking, kind of all turn yeah. and look at him, like, just, like, with the trial, like, inconspicuous, it's, like, uh, weird, man. Yeah. No, it was nice to kind of forget yeah. about COVID for, um, because it's, well, I mean, I was thinking about this, like, do you remember the podcast that we did when, um, we were like, oh, I went back to a pub. I know. Yeah. I had to sit outside, can only order online and all that sort of thing. And now, like, literally tomorrow, I'm meeting up with, <laughs> don't do the voice, <laughs> I'm meeting up with a good friend of ours and we're going to go to <laughs> a metal pub in Camden. Or two, or three, or four, and there will be no, there will be no rules. Sorry, are you just, laughing? Because yeah, I because was... I realised what voice you were saying. Yeah, to so... do. and then, and then <laughs> no! I did it in my head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you, and you really, um, it really did just forget about it for like five days. Mm, yeah, like it really, yeah. Uh, it was just totally back to normal. Um, jumping ahead a little bit, I remember like the first band just sort of looking like to the left and then like looking to the right, just seeing people just stand there normally. Mm, it's just yeah. like. Ah, it's it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was so oh, God. nice to like hear live music surrounded by loads of people like mm. inside. Yeah, it was just yeah. and also like I I just I loved that first day that massive like reintroduction to everything and I saw some people there that I haven't seen since like before the pandemic yeah. mm. who I used to see all the time at metal bars but like 
the the metal bar in Bristol, the best one, the yeah. Riffin, obviously, uh, like just hasn't been open in that capacity for like almost two years. You know, mm. yeah. I mean, so when we got there, we were meeting up with some people to camp yeah. with, right? Yeah. And <laughs> same sort of thing where I was talking to some of them, and I was like. I've known you guys for like five years, but in total for about 20 days. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's the only time I see them. I know, it's funny that, but I like that sort of, the friends you make at festivals, you spend such an intense amount of time with them. I wouldn't want to meet them like outside of it because they'd be really pretty normal and like trying to do a job or something. It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't make sense. You'd be yeah. like, what are you doing? You're wearing like normal clothes and yeah. you're going to work? <laughs> you have a job. And it's, but it's like five full days of time, isn't it? That you spend with... Oh yeah, these people. And yeah. it's really intense as well. Like it's not like you just like it's not like at work where you work someone for a week. You kind of get to know them. It's full on, fully. Mm. Like you, you see people at their most unleashed. Yeah, you, it's a very <laughs> honest experience and nothing else. Oh god, mm. yeah, I know. So, did you guys see any bands on the first day? I saw by complete chance a band called. Who's that? Behold- <laughs> <laughs> they sound good. Beholder. Who oh, yeah, I never yeah. seen before or heard of, and they were really good. And it was apparently the last ever show, so I was glad I saw them. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's like a hey, oh. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bit like, huh, it's really good. Oh. Um, but like, I think the guy who sings was like, is all he, he like also runs the festival or something? And this is yeah. probably going to sound like I'm really ignorant to anyone who knows anything about Budstock, but like, I basically am. But like, they were they were fucking good like they they had real big like sound it really got me into it i was yeah. like ah this is what i missed nice. it like really just like brought yeah. me back well i saw um onslaught and it was just like right i'm going in the pit for the whole show but what i didn't know was that they've changed singers and i found that out about like a minute before they started <laughs> and i was like oh that's a bit weird mm. but then towards the end of the set they brought the old singer on and he did like a oh, last cool, man, yeah. and i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> but that was good i mean like the fire and the yeah, the first, I think the best bit was like the first time that the, like the pyro went mm. off and you kind of remember like, oh yeah, I'm really seeing like a show here. Like this is how exciting stuff can be. It's not just like, oh, watching a band play in like a pub or something. Mm. It's like, this is like a full on It's a show, isn't you know? it? It's not just like a, it's not just like a concert. It's a proper show. Yeah, for real. I heard um, that Onslaught was the best frash show you've ever seen, right? Well, I heard this too, uh, relayed back to me people <laughs> who had seen me afterwards. You, you said that a lot. <laughs> My issue when I'm drunk is not so much what I say, it's just like the amount which I say it. I'll forget what I've said and just be like, oh, I'll just be like, let me just re-finesse this point. Yeah. Let me get this story down really tight. People are like, yeah, I know, you already told me that. And I'm like, did I? I think it was different this time. <laughs> Oh, Ben's frozen. Uh, no, it's, no, it's not. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to pour my drink without making any noise. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a good night, that first yeah. night. I, can't, I don't really remember what we did. Oh, God, I don't. I went to bed, uh, I think. Oh, no, oh, wait. Did, oh. Josh, that is fucking... Change your answer. <laughs> For the sake of the show's reputation. No, there, there was one night... Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, it was Thursday, I didn't, Thursday night was the one night I stayed out on the lash. And that's why I got was ruined for like five uh, days. Oh yeah, I got back and you guys were having some sort of legal dispute. And Josh was like smoking a cigarette and be like, let, my, let, my, let me make my point, sir. <laughs> I, okay, I, 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 I mean, I'm not going to get into the specifics because it was very um, like advanced high level legal discourse. But um, let, me, let me say <laughs> that like in a court of law, I would have been proved right very clearly. What was it about? Whether yeah. or not Can we have an outline of the argument? whether or not Vinetta was lasagna. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, which side were you I on? I was on the. I said it was lasagna. Not, I don't even. That's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not. It's named after the pasta. Oh the pasta called lasagna. So, I've already had to live through this conversation once. <laughs> May I, I present really my argument? What does lasagna briefly. mean? <clears throat> All right. Okay. What does lasagna mean? What are we doing? Oh my god! I feel like I'm there again. I'm back to bloodstock. Like. I'm getting flashbacks. So, so the guy I was arguing with, he said, he said, you know, he he was claiming he was a lasagna expert because he said when he was younger, you know, he didn't have, he didn't have that much money, like his growing up. But one one of the treats his mum got him was lasagna. Oh. And that was the only treat he had. Who was this? And then he also talked about how he had Viennetta. And I said, well, sir, if the only treat you've ever had is lasagna, and you've also had a Viennetta, then by definition, Viennetta is a type of lasagna. 
but no. No. I was gonna say, you, <laughs> you got him. I, I know I got him! <laughs> Who was this? Who were you talking to? A stranger? No, he's in my camp. A stranger? <laughs> well, I, I didn't know him before the weekend. Hmm. Lasagna derives from lasagna, which is Latin for container or pot. So, in fact, any kind of ice cream is a lasagna then, because they all come in pots. Uh, hang on a fucking minute. Vianetta doesn't, you cunt. Also, every ice cream is, is lasagna except Vianetta. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, what if it comes in a cone? Or a tube? You can get a tube of ice cream. What? Where do you get a tube of ice cream? I oh, know, but they should do that, though, shouldn't they? Actually, it'd be really hard to squeeze out. You'd have to leave it out for an hour or so. Anyway, this isn't relevant. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm just fucking dying right now. Didn't you, just... um, didn't you go for a walk on your first night, Ben? You couldn't find anyone, so you went for like a casual stroll. No, that was the second night. night. Yeah. No, so on my first night, I was drinking with one of our friends who can definitely outdrink me. Who was that? That was Jenny. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I was drinking with Jenny, um, and she can definitely outdrink me, um, and she did. And I <laughs> I basically died that night. Mate, I she think can it was the, um, the excitement of being back at Bloodstock. I just couldn't fucking stop. I was, so I bought 70 cans of lager with me. And I also got given about 20 from those two guys next to us. And on the last night, mm. I finally finished my last can and was like, all right, I think I'm done. And I got up to go to bed and I turned around and there's Jenny and she was like, oh, Tom, you want another drink? And I was like, oh, and I fell into my tent. And then I heard it like, oh. Yeah, no, it was oh, the second God. night when I um, was still sleeping off the hangover, woke up. Tried to find everyone, couldn't, so then I just went back to bed. Oh my god, Ben, your face on that, that first morning of Bloodstock. Yeah. I, just, I don't know what was wrong with it. It was like the whole thing was just like crumpled into the centre of your <laughs> face. Just such a severe expression of god, pain. I, I it was felt... like your face was like swallowing itself. In, in <laughs> not itself. your soul. I, I felt so bad, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to let this... I'm not going to let this ruin a good time. So I was like doing everything that I could think of. I like took some vitamin C tablets, got a coffee, yeah. ate some food, like, you know, washed coke. my face, can of coke. Yeah. It was just like doing everything to be like, mm. I've got to be okay. Like, you know, when, yeah. when you're like hungover and you've got nothing to do, you're like, yeah. I'll just wallow. I was like, yeah. I, I can't, I can't wallow. You can't, you can't wallow. Wallowing is the worst. You know, when you like, uh, you wake up really hungover and then you just suddenly get this like this feeling of like descent into just yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> you're like oh god like you feel kind of okay when like you feel when you i also when you wake up first you feel terrible and then you recover for like half an hour and you're like actually this mm. will be all right maybe i feel okay yeah. I might be right. and then an hour later you just want to be dead <laughs> like... <laughs> honestly though i feel like at a festival you don't get hung over in the same way i I was able to, like, recover quite fast. Really. I think that's because you can have a lion. Like, most of the time when you get hungover now, like, if you get hungover on, like, a work night, you've got to wake up. Or if you get... But even on a weekend, you still have to, like, do stuff. Oh, uh, I don't ever <laughs> find that. If I get God. hungover on a work night, I just don't... I just wake up at, like, half ten and be like, sorry I missed the meeting. There was a leak in my house. <laughs> or something like that. It's easy. I can't get away with that, sadly. <laughs> you're, um, you're right about the lion, though, right? Because that second morning the sun like came up at like yeah. seven in the morning mm. and like just hit my tent and i remember um it's like I, a literally like a i was like heat lamp. i was just flat on my back unconscious fully dressed with my baseball cap still on that's how i basically passed out the night before and um as soon as the sun like hit my tent my eyes just were like like open yeah. and I was just pouring with sweat like crawled out the front of my tent oh my and god there were those two welsh guys like sitting in their camping chairs like opposite us and it was yeah. like you know morning i was just like <laughs> Hello. good morning no it isn't it's a terrible morning Fucking there, what i want to know are there any tents that are comfortable in the sun or is it just a design floor with tents uh, i think mm. like well we spoke about this didn't we about like, i think like a black tent is supposed to be better because it keeps you cool because it absorbs the heat and it doesn't like just go straight through into your face. Like the Bedouin had black tents Did they? in the desert. That's something yeah. like no, I always this thought was that, the like exact conversation. That we all had. the like <laughs> yeah. desert nomad type of people always have tents. At least in my imagination, which is mostly some kind of caricature. But you know, <laughs> based solely on India. Yeah, ba- based on having what? <laughs> based on Indiana Jones having watched Dune. Like that's you know <laughs> yeah. the image in my head, but. Mm. Oh, maybe we should cut that. That's quite bad. It's not bad to assume that people live in tents. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. Anyway. Yeah. Um... <laughs> so then Thursday came around, right? As it, as it tends to. Yeah. I think at this point we were all still feeling 
feeling pretty peachy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I did manage to pull myself together, though, and I think by about lunchtime I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> so I saw one of my favourite bands that day of the whole weekend, oh, yeah. which was King Witch, oh, nice. and they were fucking oh, awesome. Yeah. One of the many bands did I see King that Witch were you guys? King, insert word. How many were those? King, King Witch, King Corpse. Uh, King Go. King Go. Um, what's the other one? There's definitely another one. Was there one. like a King Bitch or something? <coughs> King Creature. King Creature. Oh, yeah. Apparently, if a band's got King in it, I tend to like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Is that what yeah. they're called? Yes. But yeah, King Witch were fucking great. What kind of stuff is that? They are King. like uh, stonery. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I, I describe everything as stoner. Hang on. I definitely like... <sighs> I was really keen in theory to see as many bands as possible this year, but I got about two hours sleep like every night. They're a lead-heavy brew of old-school doom metal and the meatiest of 70s classic rock. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah. I was, I was like, oh, yeah, I'll see more bands this year. I want to just check anything out. And, like, in theory, yeah, I do. But in practice, I got about two hours sleep every night. Yeah. And, I, I, quite frankly, I was watching a groaner who were really good. And I was like, just like nodding off, and then being like, yeah. "Whoa!" <laughs> Waking up. It's hard, isn't it? Like, <laughs> so I I had like a lie down by my tent every day to like sleep. Yeah, I remember coming over, and you were just splayed out next to your tent, wearing a dress mm. and the remnants of corpse paint. And uh, oh, God. I sort of gave you a little yeah. nudge, and was like, "Tom, is are you okay?" And you looked up at me with like disgust in your eyes, as if to be like, "I'm sleeping." <laughs> I was like, to be fair. You did like you were I... dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh my god. I have this like fucking pink flowery summer dress I bought for five pounds about six years ago, I want to say. When I was like 22 or something. Mm-hmm. Which I've worn to many a party. Goes well with corpse paint. And it's just like, it's just like covered in beer now. It's like, it's like changed colour in so many places because of how... Just like beard uh, up, yeah. Beard quick, quick question, Tom, about thing. our dress. Yeah. How many times have you washed it? Never. Never. <laughs> How many times have you worn it? Mm, more than I can count. Oh god. <laughs> Not in my personal time, but um, maybe I should stop. Please wash it. it if you do. <laughs> but honestly, I think like I was wearing that and like fishnets and corpse paint, and it just put me in the mind to just be like, right, you know what? Now it's time to fucking party. <laughs> nice. I think I think there's many sources corro- corroborating the fact that I definitely did party at yeah. that point, pretty hard. Yeah. Well, we um, a few of us were wearing dresses, and Jake was in his uh, multicolored suit. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we went over and like terrorized that camp of like children next to oh, us. Oh yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like fucking, they had a big old bin made out of a cardboard box. And Chris just like booted it like across their <laughs> camp. And then we were going out to people and being like, what's your favourite band? And if they said something we didn't approve of, just, like, tip them off the chair. Yeah. And, like, they were all laughing, initially. But <laughs> that kind of... It might have just tipped over to the point where we were literally just, like, terrorising a group of children. So you just bullied a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, I know. Pretty funny, though. I didn't come with you for this. <laughs> I was I was in an hour campsite, and we could just hear, like, screams coming from the campsite next to us. And then, like, you and Chris screaming at them, followed by them screaming... And we were just like, at least they're not terrorising us right now. So we just left you to it. <laughs> yeah, and then immediately after we said, oh, luckily they're not terrorising us, they they decided to waterboard me with some with some beer. Well, it wasn't waterboarding. You you, you said the wrong thing, George. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. And you had to be, you had to be taken to a I said I liked Devin. <laughs> not enough, though. So we tackled good old Josh to the ground. Um, from quite a height, I poured a can of beer into his mouth, which I thought he'd like, because in my experience, Josh likes beer. And for some reason, he didn't like it, and didn't seem to be able to drink it properly. I don't know what happened to you in that moment, Josh, but you just you'd lost your ability. I'm still going to get... So he's there all spluttering and screaming, going all red in the face. I'm going to get you back for this. Yeah. Yeah, You're not going to know when. Oh, yeah? But it will happen. What are you oh, going to do? It's a mystery. Oh. What, to you? No, (laughs) to you. (laughs) One day when you think you're safe. When you least expect it, your joy will turn to ashes in your mouth. (laughs) What's that from? I read it a lot. Uh, I think it's from Game of Thrones. Is it? Um... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember you stumbling back over to the camp, Josh. Just... You were like soaking wet, and we were like, "Did someone pour some water on you?" And you just like the sad expression, like, 
It's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the whole time I had that dress on, I was just like slightly possessed. Oh, yeah. And then when I eventually took it off, I was just like, ah. Trying to get to you to normal. take off that dress, which I never thought I'd have to say about, but <laughs> that was like a lot of work. <laughs> you, you had to it seriously was... talk you into it for like three hours before you would take off that fucking dress. It was like a real, like an intervention. Mm. Honestly, I remember you, you like kept saying how badly you smelt and how badly you felt. <laughs> and we were like, take off the dress and have a shower. And then you just like, you know, eyes narrowed. No. <laughs> oh yeah, shower boys over here. Oh, I, I gotta say, to have a shower at a festival. Definitely worth it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, everyone said they felt a lot better afterwards, to be fair. Yeah. So I think we came to the same conclusion on, like, the second day, which was, um, we were, we, it sounds really dumb, that we were there, like, basically to have fun, and, um, yeah. Yeah. I was, like, trying to force myself to go and see some bands that I'd never heard of, and just mm. wanted to see as many bands as I could, and I basically realised, yeah. why am I bothering? Because <laughs> I was yeah. going to stand there, and be falling asleep standing up, and mm. be, like, hungry, and thirsty, so. Mm. And in a way, there's kind of, there's very un- like, there's unique fun to be had at the campsite, just hanging around with your yeah. mates and just like yeah. chatting shit. And festivals always feel very free and easy in terms of like, you end up just going to places conversationally that you just don't get to otherwise. You know, <laughs> just talk about the weirdest shit for yeah. such a long time, like lasagnas. Yeah, Josh, if you put one lasagna on top of another, is that one lasagna or two lasagnas? <laughs> that sounds like brain exploding. <laughs> what if you inverted them? And all the crispiness was in the middle. My friend has said that he, he's thinking of doing this to see what it's like. Sounds he quite... said it'd be a good name for a band, the Crispy Middles. <laughs> I don't think. Don't you, do you, would you notice the crispiness in the middle though? If it was inverted like that. Mm, you'd have to eat it fast, wouldn't you? I've not Josh had nearly enough ciders for this conversation. He's <laughs> mm. <laughs> really muddled yeah, up. No, I think. I think it's a good philosophy to be honest. Like, go to a festival to just like have fun, and if you don't want to see too many bands. Don't worry, because there's other appeals of festivals, as has been noted. The yeah. lineup wasn't quite what we hoped it would be this year, but it was still good enough, wasn't it? It was. I always find festivals is it's more about the like the vibe than the music, though, isn't it? All the time, yeah. Because like, oh yeah, festivals never sound the best, and like it is mm. great to see a band with a big crowd, and it can be really cool to see a, like a a band headline. But yeah, like if you like, the music is not. At its absolute best, just because of the way mm. the the sound system is set up, you know. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. So, like, without the vibes, what is there? Well, speaking of which, there was one band that really stood out for their uh, their virtuosic performance, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? I think it's fair game at this point to just fucking rinse Cradle of Filth or whatever <laughs> the fuck they were doing. Sorry, Cradle of. Um... Well, as he described it. Cradle of fucking. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah, really sorry I missed these guys, actually. If there was one common consensus amongst Bloodstock goers, whoever you asked, <laughs> it's like, I'd say, how are Cradle of Filth? Fucking shit. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Every single person. How are they so high on the bill? Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, like, I like their stuff on record, to be honest. Uh, I think Danny felt like. Danny Filth has basically just like not got the vocals for it anymore. He's he's he was doing it wrong, whatever he was doing for all these years. <laughs> he was he doing it wrong. Fucking, now he can barely fucking sing, mm. let alone like you know, like growl. It's just like screech. It's like a sort of I don't know. It's like you got like a sort of squeezy toy mixture of like a, a parrot who's in old age and just like, <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> that's essentially the sound that's coming out. He's just forcing out these like. <laughs> mm. Not really so. And, um, and then there was the guitarist who kept spitting all the way through the set. Oh, not like, yeah. He was like drooling. Not in a cool way. Well. Not, not like Lemmy spitting out a cigarette, which I saw him do once when Motorhead played. Got up on stage with a cigarette in his mouth and went, Phew, and then just started singing, which I thought was quite cool. But the guy was literally just like like foamy spit just like dribbling out of his mouth. Yeah. And then just like trailing down his beard. Did he have yeah. rabies? Jesus. Just like came out like it was a piece of stretchy cheese, you know? <laughs> Especially in like the COVID time that we're in. <laughs> it's very strange. And I think also like the original lineup of the band is like just not there anymore. So it's just like the Danny Filth experience. 
the, the remaining member of the band isn't isn't actually any good. <laughs> and I don't I, I don't know how I don't have anything against them. Like I'm not rinsing them because I hate them. Because I quite like their music, as I say, but I just think that maybe it's run its course, guys. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Well, our, our friend Nick had some strong words to say about them, didn't he, Ben? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh... <laughs> it was just so blunt. I've never heard someone be so blunt. <laughs> just said how was great of film, <laughs> and he just looked me dead in the eye. It's like fucking awful. <laughs> just, and, <laughs> and he had no more to say about it. He just carried, like turned around, carried on talking to someone else. I was like ah. <laughs> well, that's that. He hated him. Yeah, Nick was uh, Nick was on, on a bit of a. He had a bit of a mad one on the uh, was a Saturday night when we were all in the DJ tent, oh, just like yeah. dancing and singing. Yeah, I feel like we we varied up the nights quite well, but the DJ's tent this year was actually all right. It wasn't too great the last time I went, but they played some good stuff. What was it Nick said to you right before that song? <laughs> oh, what started? was it he said to me? Um, something I think um, during this next song, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Um, <laughs> you do. And he's not a small man no, either. No. He sat down near my chair and broke the arm off. <laughs> Nick is the only person who I actually see you get afraid of, which is quite funny. Tom will like do anything this to anyone, but then whenever you do something to Nick, like I don't know, throw a beer can at him or something, <laughs> you just see this like look of dread come over Tom's face. <laughs> you can tell he really well, regrets did... it. When we were hanging out with those Eastern Europeans and we were listening to Crabulon, when it got to the attack bit. I like dived over the table and tackled him off his chair, <laughs> and he didn't expect it at all. And then during the next, he was like, "I'm gonna fuck you up, and I'm not gonna tell you when." <laughs> and then I was just sitting on my chair, and he practically came over and like picked me up, and then just like slammed me on the ground <laughs> like so hard that I was just like winded, just like. <gasps> you make, you make a lot of enemies at these festivals, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, what was it you kept saying? Everyone's annoyed with me, but no one can tell me why. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we were telling you why. You just stopped was... listening immediately. That's while I was wearing the dress. That had no... uh, has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Ask that guy. <laughs> Tom wasn't there. Dress Tom was. Dress Tom didn't listen to anything. Well, even when I wasn't around, um, some pretty unfortunate things were happening at the camp, weren't they, George? Oh. I woke up early on the um, Sunday... Oh, oh, how's it going, Josh? <laughs> what was it you said? Someone wedged me. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, you god. sound so shamed, Josh. It's just, it's just a bit. It sad. is a weird thing to happen to someone in like their mid twenties. <laughs> <laughs> like late twenties. Let's be honest. At this stage, but like, oh, I was man. just sitting there quite happily. And... <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? I. Was it like in The Simpsons? Was there like a coin on the ground and you were like bent over? It was like, oh, look at this coin. I'll have to pick that up. No, it <laughs> was literally like, oh no, I remember it was, I walked past his chair and he just like stood up. I guess like some of my, like the top of my pants was like sticking out or something. And he was like, <laughs> went, it like completely tore them. They were completely ruined. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I can see you like someone wedging me my pants are completely fucking wrecked. <laughs> Yeah, that was very weird. That really caught me oh off guard when you told me that. I just didn't really know what to make of it. Like we, society's really degenerated now. This oh is where God, we've got so to. Funny. This is Western civilization crumbling. Yeah. This man giving me a wedgie. The infantilization of the West. <laughs> it's been happening for years. Uh, so, we've talked about the apex of misery that was seeing Cradle of Filth, which I missed, sadly. I think, but there was like a quite a consensus of what the highlight was this year. I think for most people, yeah. Which I think Devon Townsend really Ooh. just like knocked it out of the park. Like just about everyone I know who saw him was like, "That was a fucking good show." Yeah, yeah, it yeah. Was, I, it was, I, really, I think it, strong, it was like undeniably it? good, wasn't it? It was just. I didn't. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like Devon that much before. I'm getting really into him now. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like such an effortless and like confident performance. Yeah, yeah. It was something. like you didn't feel like you were watching just. A metal band that started in a garage that made it really good, that made it, that made it really big. You felt like you were watching like a, a virtuoso a kind of musician, real rock. <laughs> You're watching star, a musician yeah. at a metal festival. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm telling you what you mean. It's, it's not like it's not like when you see like Metallica, for example, and like they're cool, but they they do basically look like a couple of guys, like who, yeah, you know, if you took them and you put them in like 
and I hate to say it, you put them in like a, a kind of garage band. They played a local pub. You wouldn't like you wouldn't be like that surprised. Like it, it could yeah, be sure, kind yeah. of something one for the other. Mm. I mean, obviously the songwriting quality is really good, but you know what I mean. But with Devin, like it's he just something that works. Sorry. Yeah, no, he just sounds like a person who packs out arenas, doesn't he? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like exactly that show is what his music is like mm. for. And also they played some Strapping Young Lad as well, which was excellent. I yeah. mean, I was a huge Strapping Young Lad fan in school and like I just never thought I'd see any of those songs performed live, like ever, you know. It was good. Yeah. <laughs> it was really very good. Yeah, it was cool. That was a bit of like a, you know, getting a little bit, you know, when you get like the kind of feeling of like you're, not that you're like about to like cry, cry, but you get that feeling in your sinuses. Yeah. It's called showing emotion, boys. <laughs> 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 oh, of course, obviously I'm too manly to cry so, of course you know. yeah you wouldn't want to admit oh. to that <laughs> toxic masculinity face <laughs> oh, good grief good grief I like Devin's show as well because he um, he like talk. it sounds really stupid but he like he was talking between the songs and like talking about the songs and what he was mm. going to play and things like that and mm-hmm. like I love Mastodon, but their live show is just them coming out, not saying a word to the crowd, and playing for like an hour and a half, and then leaving. And yeah, you know, yeah. kind of adds something when he was actually up there, like, and he was like clearly having a good time as well. You know, like he was laughing That's and joking. That's the thing like, is, you felt like you were part of a unique experience as opposed to just like a recital. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. it's less of a thing you're consuming and more of a thing you're doing mm. or being part yeah. of. You kind of get the impression that if you and everyone else wasn't there. It would be a bit different. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly would be pretty weird. <laughs> I mean, Ramstein do it as well, where they just like don't talk to the crowd, but like that's kind of part of their image a bit, isn't it? Well, yeah, and also they they they're basically putting on like a theatre show, aren't they? Like, yeah, exactly. Know, yeah, they're not even. That would be. It's gonna turn around and, like wink at you. <laughs> Stage whisper. You're, like sneaking up on Flake. You're like, he's behind you. <laughs> <laughs> I would Parts love. Parts of the show are literally like that. <laughs> yeah. I would love a heavy metal pantomime. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus Christ! <laughs> the scene doesn't need to suffer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. Right after um, Devon, though, I went and saw Napalm Death, which was I've seen them once or twice. Quite a before. change of pace, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck me, man. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I've seen them a couple times before, and not massively i've been like oh yeah it was good but you know whatever but that was a really strong show but you can imagine after a day of drinking and then seeing devin townsend and being like oh i'll go back to my tent now and they're like oh maybe i'll just check out napalm death i went in and was in the pit for about an hour there's still about half an hour to go and i was like mate yeah. <laughs> i can't watch napalm death for an hour and a half yeah and i tried to like, get out of there and then met a friend of mine and she just like dragged me back in oh god it's like trying to get out the drug scheme you get out of there, pull you back in. Um, but yeah, no, it was really good, and I, I really hurt myself quite badly. Was that which injury was that? You sustained a few during the weekend. <laughs> well, I don't want to talk about my ingrown toenail on a podcast, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> Wasn't even thinking about that. But... Someone stood on my toe, and it was like the most unbelievable. I don't know if you've ever had uh, an ingrown toenail. Wait, Fucking we doing hurts. <laughs> yeah, well, I might cut it. Someone stood on it, and I was just like, luckily I was at a Napalm Death show, because I was just like, ah! <laughs> and everyone just thought I was singing along. <laughs> oh, good grief. And then that was the night of the um, All Hail the Hypnotoad chant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Where I just followed I followed a group of, a big old crowd of people, 100 people or so, followed them around the campsite, just chanting, chanting about this Hypnotoad. And then we got to this point where, like, they started they, the the security were pretty tight on bin jousting and like wrestling and stuff this year. Oh so yeah, bin jousting. We put up a um, we put, they started like a human pyramid, like five guys at the bottom, then four, then three, then two, and they were looking for someone to go at the top. And I was like, I was like, no, I was like, you'd have to be a fucking idiot to do that. And then after like about half a minute, I was like, no one's doing it. And I was like, oh fuck it, I'll do it. <laughs> Climbed up this like five layers of people. And got to the top, and for like a, a second, I was like, hey! And then I slipped, and just knocked down yeah, <laughs> all these people. I love how they, they took pile. away the bins, so everyone was like, now we're really going to hurt ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I think the bin jousting is yeah. relatively safe, isn't it? Like, you don't fall well, that by far. the last night, 
like they were just literally just like boxing. I watched this girl just like <laughs> oh, knock yeah. the shit out of this guy, <laughs> and he was trying to get her to stop. And everyone had sort of abandoned the rules at that point, so I was like, oh, oh, I guess we're just watching this guy getting beat up. <laughs> there was a, I was like, I don't feel... want to get in her way. She'll fucking knock me out. It did feel a bit more lawless this year than yeah. it has in the past. I feel like in yeah. the past we were pretty good with like following the rules in the in the wrestling. Well, honestly, it's like it's the more the security cracked down, the more people are going to find ways to like subvert the security and do it in a more illegal yeah. way. <laughs> I think it's also people being locked up for like a year and a half, so they're all a bit like itchy and less like ready to like do some. Silly ready things. to kill someone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see that uh, weird couple that was going around with the guy, quite an old guy? And then there was a, a girl in, like, lingerie. And he was just, like, spanking her with, like, a... He was, like, spanking her with, like, a wooden paddle, like, before Creator. And then she got down on her knees and, like, was, like, kissing his shoes. Yeah. And she wasn't wearing very much. It was a lot on show. People these days go over nothing on. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> and I was just, like, seeing this happening and being like, what the fuck? And I looked up and there was a guy... Like, not even looking at them, just, like, looking at me <laughs> with the most, like, confused expression on his face. It's, like, kind of like a... Well, I suppose I can't show you because it's radio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that, sounds... that's quite out there even for Bloodstock, isn't it? Deeply unpleasant. Yeah, mm. yeah it was a little bit creepy. That's he had one good. of those, like, pencil moustaches. Oh, God. God! So, apart from Devin Townsend, what was, what was your favourite band, you think? the weekend i phrased that question terribly so we've, we've said devon townsend was pretty much everyone's highlight but who else did anyone come close to the magnificence of of devon uh well i mean there are a lot of there was a lot of good stuff i think the creator i really enjoyed oh josh cool. did, did we have a good time at creator mm. <laughs> <laughs> when we we saw um Half a second, maybe? Ten seconds? Yeah, ten seconds. <laughs> I was so confused by the lineup First changes so often. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, maybe oh, we well, should, right. We yeah. should probably address that, is that a lot of bands were pulling out because of coronavirus, yeah. like, on the day. And so, obviously, rather than just leaving a slot, like, empty, yeah. they'd, like, move all the bands. And so everyone's, like, lanyard was wrong. But, but and it, the app just wasn't being updated. And it was inconsistent but, because sometimes they would move everyone forward 20 minutes, sometimes they'd move them back 20 minutes, sometimes they'd have a band fill in, sometimes they wouldn't. So you, could, yeah. you couldn't be like, okay, a band's pulled out on the main stage, so now everyone's going to be 15 minutes early. That's predictable. It was totally yeah. unpredictable every day. But it, at conference, academic conferences, which are the, you know, the festivals of the science world, mm. if someone drops out on the day, which happens all the time, they don't change any of the lineup or the timings because they know this will happen because everyone's got a program which is yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. if everyone has the same wrong time written in their program they're going to go to that wrong time mm-hmm. yeah literally but then i mean what so what happened with creator guys well we we decided to go check them out we, we actually we we'd been sitting in the camp and i i had a bet going with with someone else there that, that she wouldn't go see creator mm-hmm. and i was like no one's going to see creator they're not even a real band um <laughs> Anyway, she went, so I lost. You were being deliberately right. antagonistic about this, I think, like, like to for, for the joke, <laughs> right? Not even a real like, band. Yeah, for like, the yeah, joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you were just, It was all good fun. Because we were all sitting around going, "No, I'll go see the last hour," and then you know, fifteen minutes, we we're like, "I'd like to see forty-five minutes," and then you know, "I'd like to see the last half an hour," which is what we tried to do. Josh um, and I, as we're approaching the stage, we just see massive fireballs go across the, across the crowd, and he just goes, "Thank you, Bloodstock." Good night. <laughs> <laughs> like it was right after we crossed like the threshold where we can get into the crowd as well. It wasn't even like we were at the end of the arena. It was like just as we kind of wheeled around the corner and like the stage yeah. came into view. It was like thank you. Yeah, that was so funny. Shocking. I mean, like I'm, I'm, I don't call myself like a creator fan, but there's definitely songs by them that I like and that I'll go back to. But they they put on a really good show. It was Same kind of in that in that um yeah it was in that area of like. I know that I like the yeah, sound yeah. of their music, mm. but I'm not like a fan. So then when you see them live and it's like, if they're playing well, it was a good show. But they got Danny Filth on to... Um, oh. oh, God, what song <laughs> what was Do you mean it? Danny Filth just found his way on stage? <laughs> I can't remember what song it was, but it was a very guitar-heavy song. So he was just running around on stage for most of it in his like platform shoes. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> quite funny, at least. And then he started air-guitaring, but the way he was like pretending to hold the pick, he was almost doing like the okay 
symbol, you know, you do with your hand, mm-hmm. like upside down, just like over his penis, and then pretending to like strum a guitar, and it looked like he was just pretending to like wank on stage. It was very weird. <laughs> yeah. And I also spent most of the set waiting for Pleasure to Kill, uh, which is a great song. But in my mind, I was thinking of Under the Guillotine. So then when I played it, I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not the song I was thinking about at all. <laughs> so, yeah, not uh, a huge creative fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I no, can't yeah. say I lost uh, a lot of sleep over missing them. You know, I wanted to see them. But, nah, um, yeah. Yeah, we're getting I saw so many. Yeah, so I, I mean, like, I was pleased with their headliners in general. I think, like, creative was fun just for, like, being in the pit and just having a bit of a laugh and like yeah i i like that's very much the kind of the crowd of people i know in bristol are very much like people who would go to that show so i saw a lot of familiar faces in there which was fun so i have to say about that that settles that i discovered a new a couple of new bands this weekend one of my favorites of them was lowen who i vaguely knew before oh the sort of like persian kind of themed band right yeah, traditional like yeah. Middle Eastern sort of sounding, you know, the stuff that you imagine <laughs> sound Middle Eastern, you know. Well, like, <laughs> according the to the stuff their... you hear in Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> according to their bio on the um, uh, um on the web page, they are a Middle Eastern progressive doom band, which I think sums it up pretty well. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, they oh, they were playing at the same time as Winterfield. No, it wasn't Winterfell. It was. I, I just I swerved on Winterfell. No, it was. They were playing on a different day, mate. I no, it was Winterfell. No, they both played on Saturday. Oh, oh, actually, you might be yeah, right. It was because we, I saw a band. We went and saw I wasn't that big into Winterfell. Yeah, never were we. So we I, left them yeah. to go see Lowen. I don't know what you did. And I stayed for like another song and then was like, oh, that's kind of shit. Mm. And then I forgot that like uh, Lowen were on. Oh, I'm sure they'll play again. But yeah, I kind of regret not saying Yeah, they were really cool. I was surprised. I didn't expect anything. And I was like, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I thought they were kind of a sleeper hit for me. Like, I, I definitely would like listen to them again. Um, but yeah, did, did you guys discover any sick artists? No, but like, um, the crawling who I'd listened to a couple of songs by, really like nailed their show completely. I mean, that was a fucking solid show. Mm. Very like it's like doom, kind of blackened, kind of doom sort of thing. Very hypnotic, a real kind of confident stage presence very felt very dark and just like ominous mm. really cool yeah yeah i think i probably saw mostly bands that i hadn't listened to before um oh really yeah because i think my band count over the weekend was about eight or nine i think mine was about 15 or something um mm. i think mine was in between the two about 12 or so cool. yeah i i um saw conjurer on saturday they were fucking great i I've thought heard i was gonna good. go see them um and then just happened to be Went and saw another band and then was like walking past the main stage as they started playing. Kind of had the intention of staying for like one song, but ended up staying for the whole set because they were just great. And like there was yeah. halfway through their set, there was like a really like climactic moment in the music. And then it just started raining like perfectly at, nice. at that moment. No, that's cool. But it was like, you know, not like super heavy rain. It was just, you know, raining a little bit. And it was just. We were fucking perfectly. lucky with the weather this year. I know. It was spectacularly good for a festival. Mm. We had like really good, like hot sunny weather and then we had like kind of mostly in between so not too extreme mm. and we had a bit of rain but like enough to kind of cool everything down it was it didn't make the campsite muddy or anything no know? yeah mm-hmm. and i think for like it was the, like a fun amount of rain for probably about the like 45 minutes that it rained in total i just went for a nap and yeah. that was good i needed that <laughs> well me and um me and alex we went and bought a gazebo <laughs> oh yeah the gazebo. while it was raining <laughs> the gazebo. <laughs> How many metalheads does it take to put up a gazebo? <laughs> a lot, about fifty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was about yeah, about, about sixteen. <laughs> you basically need one to hold each piece. We were putting like the pieces in, and they were just falling out, and you turn around and be like. <laughs> I remember Alex getting pretty frustrated with it. I remember watching you standing like in the center of the gazebo putting one piece together, which would separate the piece behind you. You'd do a 180, put that piece back together, and then turn around again. <laughs> and I was just sitting in my chair, because I was, again, just like, there's enough people already doing this. There were, like, eight of you doing it, so I thought that would be and Also, like, I feel like we were all just holding a beer in the other hand, so it was oh, really, yeah, like, that didn't everyone, everyone doing it one-handed. Yeah, and drunk. <laughs> oh, my God. I just remember Jake kept being, <laughs> like, oh, that looks pretty steady. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, when we finally managed to get the gazebo, like, up and sort of stable 
we like looked at the campsite next to us and they had the exact same gazebo and theirs looked so much better than ours. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like properly like, you know, straight and regular. <laughs> and ours was I mean, just like wonky like, and like falling over. We like put it up and all like huddled underneath it and then it like instantly stopped raining. <laughs> and then didn't rain yeah. for the rest of the weekend. On the, uh, on the Sunday, um, I saw Green Lung um, and they were like fucking amazing. They were playing the Sophie stage at like midday, I think, and I mm. turned up like completely sober, um, and that was pretty my favorite show of the weekend. So as soon really? as they finished, I um, messaged my girlfriend like, find out when they're on tour and buy tickets. <laughs> and I actually saw them again like two nights ago. <laughs> and oh, they, really? awesome. wow. they are so good. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that was that was a highlight for me. I think I remember because I so kind of vaguely thought, oh, maybe I'll come back to Bristol and see them. But I was just in Bristol last weekend, and we saw idols on the friday mm. i got really fucked up and i was like i'm going back to london <laughs> <laughs> and then i went to a party the next day that started at 11 and finished 11 in the evening and finished like 11 in the morning the next day so i didn't really stick to my word there <laughs> mm. how were they though in that small show so it was really good seeing them in uh bloodstock because i didn't really know how big they were Turns out they're actually pretty popular. <laughs> like, oh, cool. <laughs> and the whole crowd, like, knew their songs, which, you know, like, sometimes bands that have, like, a, a huge crowd, yeah. but no one's really that sort of into it. But, like, you know, every time they said their next song, people were just losing their shit. <laughs> like, they were, nice. Yeah. That's always good. That's, that's awesome. I mean, it's the energy in a lot mm. of these shows, isn't it? You know? So then leading up to, like, when I saw them again in Bristol, I've, like, been listening to them on repeat, and... <laughs> I'm now one of those people as well. So, mm. yeah. And I'm wearing one of their shirts right now. I know we saw it. That's cool. <laughs> oh yeah, Josh, what shirt are you wearing? I was wearing a generic purple shirt. Ah, purple shirt. Ah, yes, Baroness. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going for the old fleshy flesh. The birthday it's very hot shirt. Here. It was so hot yesterday. Oh my god, I was just sweating like all the way through. So then I was I was wet for most of the day because of that reason. Went out for some drinks with my mate, uh, my housemate, and ended up having loads. And then as we cycled home, it started fucking tipping it down, so then I was wet again. Mm. So, a little bit of weather news for you, though. Meteorological update. Nice. I also Is escaped it... Bloodstock without a sunburn, I think first time ever as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also finally saw um, Judas Priest again. Oh, yes, uh, of course. Yes, How can I forget? Of course. But I gotta say, by, by day five, I think we were all feeling like... Mm. Ooh, I don't know if I can hack it, kind yeah. of thing. And then yeah. it was announced that because of bands dropping out, Judas Priest were going to be doing a two-hour set. That's too much music. I no have very strong about feelings them. about this. I feel like a shorter set is normally better. 100%. I could see any band for like an hour. Yeah. A lot of bands I could see for an hour and a half. There's almost no one I'd watch for two hours. Nah. That Maybe Anna and Afrek or Behemoth. Yeah. Maybe Nile. I just feel Maybe. like after an hour, I need like... You know, a drink and probably a piss, and you know, like, yeah, exactly, yeah. So. But we, were, <laughs> well, we went up, didn't we? And um, decided to just stand there, and then I ran into my mate Dan by the toilets, and he was like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm too fucking tired to watch Judas Priest standing up. So me and my friend, like a bunch of fucking old men, bought a bunch of chairs in. He's <laughs> been sitting there <laughs> with all the old people." <laughs> That's the way, though, isn't it? Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, to be fair, because oh. bringing your recliner. Yeah, I think we we watched we watched the second hour, didn't we? we? Like all three of us went up for the second hour. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I feel like it was less than that. Yeah, yeah we, I feel like we, we saw about half an hour in total. I think we went for the second hour. After about half an hour to forty minutes, they played Painkiller. Oh yeah, and we then left. we were like, "Let's go get to the front for Evil Scarecrow." Yeah, we sort of looked at each other and we were like. I think I've seen Painkiller now and I want to go That's home. what I came for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because that's the other thing about, like, I really want to see Judas Priest, but when they play for two hours, I probably like 45 minutes of Judas Priest and then they're like mm. splitting that up with loads of songs I've never even heard of, especially a band who yeah. have like, been around for 50 years. <laughs> like They've got yeah. so much shit. You're like, big old back Yeah. It's hard to play two hours of just like killer songs, isn't it? Well, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think they would have been better off for an hour and a half, but... Yeah, for real, for real. Then we went and saw um, Evil Scarecrow. Yes, and they were very good. They were very good, weren't they? Yeah, they, they, I was they a bit worried on... that they they hadn't they haven't played live for a long time, right? Yeah, I liked his intro where he was like, Bloodstock asked if we could play live, or Bloodstock asked if we could play on the final day, and we said, no, we don't have a band, we haven't played in over a year, we can't do it. Yeah. 
And then they came back and said, well, you can uh, headline the Sophie stage on the Sunday and be the last band playing. So we said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the intro when it was like, talking about this like giant war in space and it's like, oh, the last sound that would ever be heard in the universe was metal. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I like oh, that they just God. lean into it so strongly. Like they, they yeah, yeah. enjoy yeah. being silly. I know, yeah. And I mean, they're a classic band where I'm like, I want to see Crabulon, and I want to see Robotitron. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, they've got like an hour of other songs to play. Yeah, Fuck yeah, that's hell. true. I, I was pleasantly surprised though, because I thought, um, yeah. I thought I would only be there for two songs, basically. Like, yeah, I was, yeah, Crabulon and Robotitron. But I ended up liking the whole show. Like, I thought it was yeah, all, yeah, honestly, really like. If you can stand there with a bunch of your mates, like, and you can still just about talk, because it wasn't like, actually, no, that show was a little bit loud. <laughs> if you can stand there with a couple of your mates and just like drink a couple of beers, go get some more from the bar, kind of thing, smoke a couple of cigarettes, and just kind of relax, it's it's a nice time, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they actually had a like for having not played live for so long, they had a really well put together stage show, like with those, mm, yeah. um, like the screens with like all the animations and stuff on it they had oh, a massive cool, yeah. like new crabulon inflatable thing that was veering yeah. dangerously close to the pyrotechnics and that was a bit worrying that was fun. awkward um dance off between these two guys oh, from the podcast uh, yeah. what was it called like uh, a gay one... and a non-gay i think a gay and a non-gay maybe we should have a bit of a structure like that none of us we, we, we've literally never <laughs> listened to the podcast have we have any of us listened to the podcast we're trying to copy <laughs> we should do what, that what, before what we copy <laughs> I did like that moment when he was uh, when when he said um, I'd like you to welcome on stage some people from my favourite podcast me and Tom looked at each other and I think for like a half a second we thought it might be us <laughs> <laughs> the Metal Face Podcast get on up here guys <laughs> where are you you're out there somewhere <laughs> I could not have handled a dance off though no, oh, yeah, no, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad we weren't on stage. I like a good boogie, but uh, nah, not for me, mate. <laughs> That's what you would have said. Come on, come on stage, metal face. We'd be like, nah, mate, nah, nah, don't want to. Nah, fucking, don't want to. I think we would have been a good. We would have had a good dance off. I think we would have given it a good go. So that was the last band, and they did a damn good job of closing it. They did, yeah. Um, and then we we had a relatively raucous night. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I can't really remember. I finished the last of my 90 cans. Mm, was that the night when I decided I would do a sensible thing and go to bed a little bit early and then I stood up and immediately face-planted in the middle of the campsite? Because that was... <laughs> that that was. Yeah. Oh, I tripped over a tent wire thing and just literally... I had my chair in one arm and a can of cider in the other, so I had no hands to stop myself from just going face-first into the, into the dirt, basically. That was when I... um bit someone and ended up on the spotted bloodstock page oh yeah that, that gentleman who was tripping on acid shout out to the guy who bit me while i was touching the party tree tripping on acid wasn't the exact text <laughs> shout, shout out to the smackhead that bit me no it was slaphead <laughs> shout out to wait hang on a minute is a slaphead different from a slackhead smackhead slaphead's a baldy isn't it a smackhead and a slaphead are totally different things josh mm. what's the difference a smackhead does smack. A slaphead doesn't have any hair. <laughs> um, Shout okay. out to the beardy slaphead who bit me while I was balls deep in an acid trip, touching the party tree. You apologised so much, but I didn't get a chance to get your name and let you know it was all good. Regards the wave you painted up for. Now, there's a real error in that story, because I don't remember apologising at all. <laughs> doesn't sound like you. <laughs> oh no, maybe it was someone else. Maybe someone else bit. It's like a random person... <laughs> Another people. bald guy. It was Devin Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I got to say, what a wonderful weekend that was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great five days. I mean, like seriously, like after the fucking after the after the year we've had, like just remember being like deep in lockdown and like you know fucking like February at the start of this year. Just be like, this is never going to fucking end. Yeah. Like, why are we even buying Bloodstock yeah. tickets? To actually go there and have, like, the full experience. I remember um, Monday morning, Josh and I packed up, ready to go. I felt bad taking you away from Bloodstock, Tom. I, I feel like you just wanted to live there. It's like <laughs> taking an endangered species out of its, like, last remaining habitat. Mm. Well, Nick was like, um, 
If he doesn't get up, I'll just pull him out of his tent. Which would have been funny, because I was completely naked. (laughs) (laughs) Just dragged out onto the grass and the beer cans. I think, like, I had a great time. But by the end of it, I was just like, I really want to be in, like, a bed. (laughs) I just want... You know, I want to be inside a building that's not a tent. <laughs> I didn't I didn't feel like that. See, I knew this would happen. Like, by the last day, I'm always just like, I don't want to go. <laughs> it's like the end of the first Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm not going home. Not really. <laughs> God. The journey home. <laughs> Remember, we got back to that, like, service station on the way back, and we all tried to buy loads of really healthy food. Salads. And... I think my body just, like rejected it yeah like everything i ate i was like <laughs> i ate like a falafel wrap and it had like fresh lettuce in it and i was just like oh have you ever noticed how good lettuce is <laughs> like, i know i i hate lettuce so and i was like oh my, i had like some in a salad this is the most delicious thing <laughs> yeah but yeah so that was that was the end of our bloodstock experience 2021 mm. I'm trying to think if there's anything that we've forgotten, but like the answer is probably yes, about ninety percent of the experience. Pretty much, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It will come back to us in like flashbacks whenever we hear a certain yeah. song or something. There's a very particular feeling you get about a music festival where like you talk about it, and just like the level of excitement and like fun that is sustained over like a few days. Yeah, it has really got to be like the apex of the year a lot of the time. You know, it's just so fucking silly <laughs> yeah it's it's like it's so much fun and it includes like everything from like getting together with all your friends to like meeting new people having a ridiculous experience also like seeing bands that you really like love and stuff you know mm. yeah and really not caring for like five days like yeah yeah get up do whatever you want to do <laughs> like whatever like moving into another world for a bit isn't it yeah literally yeah going on holiday to an alternate reality dominated I by know. metal <laughs> And uh, speaking of which, Ben, me and you have got a festival booked in next year already, Mystic Festival. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, postponed. Which has maintained most of its lineup, apart from Gajira have dropped out to be replaced by A Merciful Fate. <laughs> who are also playing at the uh, band Bloodstock. who we hate for no reason. <laughs> have who the fuck A Merciful Fate? Do you know anyone who likes them? Do you know anyone who's ever mentioned them in the conversation? I, I could even... name one of their fucking songs. <laughs> I could. I don't know what they sound like. They might be really good. They might be really good. I mean, they're sort of like a dark version of Judas Priest. They might be fucking sick. Yeah, that, that, I mean, that sounds cool. <laughs> don't let me oversell this band I've never listened to. Yeah, so we got that, and then I, I'm probably going to be keen for Bloodstone next year, assuming I can get the time off, you know. I've got um, a friend of mine, my friend Mike, has got the time off already. He wasn't able to go this year, so... Yeah, because like, who's on the lineup next year? Lammy G. Lammy G. Oh, so Lammy G are playing. <laughs> Is that a sort of uh, rap metal band? We got Lammy G, Dimmy B, favorite of the podcast. Testa T. Lammy G, Dimmy, Dimmy B. No, Dimmy B. Why? Why would you? Dimmy B, <laughs> Testy, Testy M. Refresh <laughs> his name properly. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so it's Lamb of God, Dimmy Borgia, Testament. That's three pretty good bands. Yeah, and uh, Behemoth have been rumored as the. Third headline. Ooh, we'll see. That'd be good. Mm. I find that um, at Bloodstock, like for me personally, I always end up liking the Sophie stage more. So I'm just, I'm mm. excited to see what's going to be on there. I find they put a lot of yeah, like, that's uh, true. You know, that is true. Uh, more alternative stuff on the, the second, yeah. and third stages. Yeah, the slightly more esoteric yeah, yeah. picks are always there. So I guess that kind of concludes our Bloodstock chat. It was a fucking good experience, and I highly recommend. What a fucking five day sesh! Amazing. The sesh to end all seshes. Yeah. And I was like, afterwards, I'm just not going to drink for a few days. And then, well, I, I did. <laughs> I had to take a, a, about yeah, a week off. Yeah, right. I think we all, like, driving back said, you know, uh, I think I might just go sober for like a month. And it didn't last. It was like on my mind. And then I was just like, yeah, I might try and get healthy. And then in my brain, <laughs> in my brain, <laughs> in my brain, I was like, I don't actually want to do that, but if I say it... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, you know, so it's been a while since we've put anything out podcast-wise. You know, now in the the post-COVID world, hopefully, fingers crossed, we're trying to figure out what we can do as a show that we can actually maintain. Yeah. But there there will definitely be metal and there will definitely be silliness and we just want to be able to put something out as regularly as we can, really, right? Yeah. We're going to keep it fun. We're going to keep it breezy. We're going to... Keep it as gonna keep it concise breezy, and, easy. you know, well put together as it's always been, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and we were planning to do a um, a Metal Face uh, 
vlog for Bloodstock, but I don't know how much content we actually yeah, get. Yeah, so I, I, I think it ends up being a challenge. We've got about like a minute. Mm. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. But that's fine. I think, like, you know, I think ultimately we want to move into video content at some point in the future, so we're keeping that window open. And, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys, I need to plug in my laptop. What is he doing? <laughs> there we go. That, that's the podcast, everyone. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Creakiest chair ever. All right. Where can people listen to us, Ben? <laughs> Trying desperately to exit. Like, just tell them where they can listen. We can, we can end it. <laughs> so, Ben, where can people listen to us? They can find us on YouTube. They can find us on Spotify and iTunes, right? Excellent. And if you want to hear us on any more platforms, do let us know. Josh, where can they follow us? They can follow us on metalface.show. Oh, fuck, no. They can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Very nice, very nice. And what's the other one? I don't know. Take it easy, keep it breezy. Mm. Hail Satan, fuck you. Goodbye. How's that for an outro? You've got to say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of hard to follow. (laughs) Fuck you. Bye. Yeah, I thought that was quite a good end. Just cut. (laughs) Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Did did Tom just quit? (laughs) Alright, I'm gonna stop recording. Yeah, good idea. (laughs) That was a good idea ages ago.